How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now stay with a fan for this special program. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from American Family Field, and the result is certainly not good. Are you kidding me? Should be the theme of this show tonight. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 4-3 the final. The Brewers fall in game three of this four-game set into the All-Star break, and I don't even know where to start to unpack this one as uh, the umpires certainly have had better days of officiating in uh, Major League Baseball. There's no question. I mean, I, I mean, for Christian Yelich to get thrown out of a baseball game takes a lot. It, it, it takes a lot. Now, we could break that play down all we want, and we will. But again, um, if, if that's the door that's going to open in Major League Baseball, be prepared, everyone. All of uh, the base hits uh, with the ball in the area of that er- of first base, they're all going to touch the runner with the ball. Just, just for an attempt. And, and any movement, maybe you look towards second base and, uh, and you, get, uh, you get called out for making an effort. You have to make an effort towards second base. And that's just, I don't, I'm not convinced that that happened with Christian Yelich. I have more of an issue with the ball strike calls. And 32,034, from my understanding, I, I believe that's the biggest crowd of the year tonight. Things were just going haywire. Euchre was saying this game got wacky. But I have a bigger problem with the home plate umpire. With I don't know where you give credit or discredit on borderline calls. But certainly, Freddie Peralta was not getting them. He just was not getting them. And he's dealing. I mean, Freddie Peralta pitched a whale of a game tonight, and that dude behind the plate was not doing his job. Yet Amir Garrett gets about a ball off the corner for a strikeout to JBJ. You you tell me. Joey Votto ejected from this game. Craig Council. And I'll tell you, on the... uh, 
on the uh, just before the the walk to who was it uh, Winker. He doesn't get the strikeout there. Freddie Peralta in that uh, sixth inning. And uh, when when Castellanos hit the hit the three run home run, I said it right there. There's something wrong if Craig Council is not ejected from this game. And he was, and I was like, hmm, okay, we're seeing eye to eye here. Something had to be said at that point. He was getting jobbed the entire time. 414-799-1250. Want to get your reaction on this one because this is a this is a huge swing game, guys. It's it's huge. It it sets up a, a game tomorrow, which is magnified into the break. And don't look now. I'm just here to point things out. The Brewers have lost five of their last seven heading into the break. They can make it six of eight with a loss tomorrow. I don't want to predict that. I'm not predicting that. It's Woody on the mound. They're going to have one hell of a shot to win the baseball game. But the offense comes out of hibernation in this one in the eighth inning. They get shut out yesterday. They put up one run through seven. That's 16 innings of one-run baseball for this offense. Here we go again. This offense is, is more on my mind than is, uh, it, you know, the umpires and bad calls and, you know, crazy stuff happening and ejections and, and all that stuff. This is about the offense. I mean, you're, you're going to get this offense to about 7th, 8th, or ninth ranked in the National League, and you're going to run way deep into the postseason. That's all it takes. 15 teams in the National League. Just give me ranking of eight or nine. That's all That's all we're looking for here. And this team is going to waltz deep into the postseason. You're not looking for the first, second, or third ranked offense. That's I have a bigger problem with that. But I want to I want to get your reaction on this one because this was not. This was not a a, a well umpired game. And and to do that to Christian Yelich, to do that to Freddie Peralta, the all-star that's just dealing. That's the thing. Other pitchers named Max Scherzer and Garrett Cole, they get those all night long. This dude has a strike zone for Freddie that's different than other pitchers. Why? Why is that? I don't know what kind of flack was coming out of that dugout, you know, prior to that sixth inning. And, you know, maybe uh, umpires are human. They are. And they have, uh, they have egos and they have chips on their shoulders and the whole nine yards, guys. And I don't know if that was just, hey, you mess with me, I'm going to mess with your guy. I hope it's not like that, but they are human. Just crazy game tonight. Crazy game tonight. And a start a start that was uh, you know, literally just wasted again. I mean, you, you had everything going. The pitch count. You missed a call in the fifth inning to Joey Votto to extend that inning to a 25-pitch inning. Or Freddie Peralta goes deeper. You missed the pitch in the sixth inning to set up the Castellanos. You missed the call on India, who made literally zero attempt to get out of the way and was hit by a pitch to lead off the inning. You don't. T- you can't tell me that the field umpires did not see India make no effort to get out of the way of the ball. I get that the home plate umpire can't keep his eyes on everything. I mean that's just a that's just a, a physical thing. You you can only see so much up there. 
You know, you're trying to make better balls and strike calls, and then you you can't you can't really see the whole scope of India standing there. But you can't tell me the 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 field umpires don't see that and come in and say, dude, well hold on a second. He, he just literally stood there and got hit by the pitch. Stop. I mean, they did not need this tonight. They they certainly didn't need this because after last night's loss, they really needed this win. This was my fear after the game one of the doubleheader on Wednesday. Do not stumble into the break. Just find your way to just play 500 ball, go three and three, three and four, whatever, whatever it is. Just, just don't go on an extended thing. Now they've lost five of seven, and it's starting to snowball here. And when it rains, it pours. The calls don't go your way. That's seemingly how it works. All right, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Uh, my name is Tim Allen. There's uh, Toby Anytizer is with me tonight. And Toby, uh, let's let's start with uh, want to get your want to get your reaction four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. But uh, I want to get uh, Toby your 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 take on on Yelich. That was a big moment. I mean, it was leading off the inning, get the leadoff man on, and you're going to answer back, and and then all hell breaks loose. And if you're a good lip reader and you saw the replay, you saw what Christian Yelich said. But your take, Toby. I mean, if we're going to go by every letter of the rule, sure, Yelich. Made uh, or moved a little bit towards second base, but come it's on, almost now. like a flinch, right? I mean, Barely just... at all. Let the players decide the game. Let the players decide the game. Don't don't make your don't make it about the umpires. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of seeing it this season. It's happens too much in this series. I don't want to go home thinking, man, what what if the umpire would have called that mm-hmm. ball or strike correctly? What yep, if yep. we weren't having Yelich ejected and he's up late in that game? What's going on with that? I'm so sick of umpires making it about them when, sure, Yelich made a minor move towards second base. So by the letter of the law, sure, whatever, call him out. But that's something you call in Little League so the kids get the rule. Yeah, that's not something you call in the majors. It's the intent. What was his intent? He had no intent of moving towards second, going to second base. There was no intent to move towards second base. And I believe, and I haven't read the rule, but I think that's the way it's set up. It has to, I think someone said like a baseball move. That's what the broadcast, I believe, said. A right. baseball move, kind of like that how football not, says. That, there was it, no baseball move. No. India was even laughing about it. Yeah, it was a joke. You saw Yelich standing there. If Yelich knew he had made a flinch towards second base, he would have sprinted back to the bag. Instead, yep. he stood there and watched India walk up to him and tag him on the hip, and the umpire so flamboyantly Just calls him out. Boldly. Like, this is going to be about me tonight. Yeah, like, he's. I'm going to show you, Milwaukee. Watch this, American Family Field, when I sit him down. Yep, watch, watch this. 32,000-plus, your guy right there, your guy, he, he gets the old heave-ho. All right, 414-799-1250. Your reaction after this, I have a bigger problem with the home plate umpire. That part of it, does it not make you think about robo-umps? It kind of does. And they talk about the uh, foreign substances on baseballs changing pitchers a little bit. Ooh, watch this. Robo-umps come into play. You might see an entirely different type of game. You just might. This whole... I have the Jordan rule. 
I get the call because I'm Scherzer or Cole. I don't get the call because my name is little old Freddie Peralta in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's all going to change. It does make you think about it. I'm not saying I'm, I'm necessarily for it quite yet, but it's nights like this that make me believe that it's worth having a conversation about. All right, 799-1250. Marshall, you're first up. Uh, what's on your mind? Well, good evening, Tim. Uh, after that wonderful Wimbledon final this morning, my sports day ends terribly, and I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more on, on what you've just said about the umpires. It's just been the home plate one. I mean, Freddie Peralta got three, call, three no-strike calls there, including the one before Castellanos' home run. And I thought to myself, I, I was furious. And, you know, I don't normally blame officiating for a loss, okay? You know me. I've never come on the air and just yep. reamed umpires. I may have my opinions. We all have our thoughts. But tonight was just so bad. It is some of the worst I've ever seen. I've been watching and playing baseball over 50 years, Tim, and uh, mainly watching most of my life, but but it but it, it it's just unbelievable what what we saw tonight, and um, yet the Brewers still almost won it. I know when Taylor hit that home run, I thought to myself, let's win this thing in spite of, but yeah, it, it just didn't happen. And uh, you know, this is a big series, and I told my brother just now, I, I know it's one game tomorrow with, with Woody pitching. It's important, man. We, it is. Especially after losing, winning that opening game in dramatic fashion, I thought we're going to get at least two, maybe three in this series. I do not want to go one and three. And uh, you, you realize we could have been ten games ahead at the end of this. I didn't think that was going to happen. But but now we could be only four ahead. And, and as you said, stumbling into the break. So we just, we've got to win tomorrow. But the uh, this one really hurts tonight. It really hurts because, uh, yeah, I hate blaming referees, but man, oh man, I can't help it. This one instance, they had a say in it, unfortunately. But anyway, thank you as always for having me it. on, and uh, let's see what everybody else has to say. All right, you you got it. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. I uh, there's there's uh, you know again there there are more problems than just the umpires right now and I warned everybody about this uh, in in the final doubleheader on on uh, what was it Wednesday. These are huge games, and again yes you've again someone's going to point out to me well look what happened in uh, in the uh, two of the three years two of the three years two of the last three years playoff appearance years they've stumbled into the break. Okay, saying Cincinnati's feeling it. They've now won through, let's see, three, four, five of the last six at American Family Field. That team needs a humbling. That Cincinnati team needs a humbling. And maybe it happens tomorrow. But the ref, uh, referees, the umpires tonight, whoa, wow. And t- t- of all people, Christian Yelich, really? The intent wasn't a baseball move to second base. You want more camaraderie. You want more fun. You want a better product out there. Let these guys smile at each other in a pretty intense in-division game in India and Christian Yelich. And then you got to nose in. First base umpire's got to nose in and say, nope, you did it. You did it. 
my goodness. Uh, Nate, Nate, you're next at 799-1250. Getting your reaction, 4-3, Brewers fall. How are you? Um, good evening, Tim. Um, What's up? Yeah. Um, we, the, Brewers, the Brewers had an off night um, coming, into the, uh, coming into the game. Um, and yeah, we are sliding. Um, but that gives the umps. I mean, I, I can I can make. I trust me. I don't I don't condone the Brewers' offensive lately, and I definitely don't condone the Brewers waiting until the eighth inning to open up the bats and so we want to start hitting. But this is two nights in a row. This is two nights in a row that these umps have tried to take the take the game and put it into their hands. I called last night and I talked to Bard and I talked to uh, Jeff. And Jeff asked me some questions. Are you one of those guys that want robots? I told him, no. It's the human aspect of the game sometimes. But after tonight, how do I, how do I not, how do I not say, of course, because this is ridiculous, man. This is, this is ridiculous. You, if you're so mad that you can't take criticism because you're not doing your job right. And then you say, well, I'm just going to start screwing this other team. Like, this is ridiculous. You, you know, I, this is how I know that this is this is utterly ridiculous. The most calm man on the team, yep. probably behind Craig Council, Christian Yelich, I've seen him drop a few F-bombs today. Yeah. Like, that is, like, that, that is not his personality at all. He's been he's he's been he's looked at calls at the home plate countless times. Just walked away, not said anything. Like that is not his personality, and for and, and for him to just flip out like that, it, it it has to be it has to it has to have something to do with the do with the fact that it's a it's a bogus call, like. He's so guy, California he, chill, Nate, that, I, you know, I don't remember him being ejected maybe once as a brewer. I, I don't recall the exact situation. I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but I don't, I don't remember him being ejected. And the Cal, you're, you're right. He's, he's had some horrible calls against him in the last yeah, couple of years. I've never seen him get to that level before. Right, right. At all. And then for Freddie Perot, as you see after, after, he, uh, after the homer, look at him. He. You Craig Council couldn't have left him in the game even even if he wanted to. He would have he would have been throwing pitches all over the place. No, and Craig Council couldn't have left him. Craig Council could not have left himself in that game. I would have been extremely exactly. disappointed had Craig Council not been ejected. Yeah, I mean, you just have to stick up for your guy. Yep, exactly, Tim. Uh, so yeah. hopefully we can get the win tomorrow. Because <laughs> um, I I definitely need a chill night. Um, I definitely <laughs> no need to calm myself down. Nate, um, always a pleasure, man. I, yep. I love talking with you, man. I, I do. Thanks, thanks a lot. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Your reaction after this one? It could be the Yelich play. It could be the play of the offense. It could be the umpires. It could be Freddie not getting the the call or Freddie not making a right pitch. I mean, I don't I don't know where you're at. To me, it's the home plate umpire. The biggest story, the lead story here. Again, guys, it is. This offense, to me, it's their offense. Why does Jackie Bradley get a pass when Rowdy Telez doesn't? You've seen the history of JBJ. He gets to bat against Amir Garrett. Yet because 
Rowdy Telez is a lefty, and you don't you haven't seen him play, Craig, but you've seen Keston Hira play, and you pinch hit right there, knowing the history, the recent history. See, I have a bigger problem. See, I could go 17 layers deep here. This is the offense. Get your stuff together, or you're going to ruin this season. This is about the offense. Well, tonight is about the umpires, too. 799-1250. Brian, uh, you're next uh, at, uh, at, a, at a point in time where you can just let it loose. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm pissed off at Pat Murphy. That guy at home plate, he, he was safe. And I just saw the replay, and he was safe at home. And he, it's ridiculous. He didn't even chance to pick a play. That cost us the game right there. It was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, I know the game was over. Yeah, I, you know what? I Hold on here, Brian. Toby, what did you think? I thought he was out. Wasn't he out, Omar? I didn't look close enough at the play to know whether he was fully out or safe, but it definitely was a lot closer than everyone gave it you know, any credence to it. It was just kind of looked past. just it off a little bit. Yeah. It, it was just so quick that at, no one kind of realized. So, Brian, you're saying you saw the replay and, and he was safe? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> we missed another bad call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Were you at I the play, game? I blame Pat Murphy on that for not challenging the play. Well, you, it should have been challenged in the first place, just, just because. Yeah. It was at that point. That was a big run right there. Were you at the yeah. game? Yeah. Oh, you were nice. Part of 32,034. I believe it's the uh, the most this year, right? I think so. I don't know. I've been to a lot of them. <laughs> You're always at the games. That's pretty cool, Brian. Thanks yeah. for the call, all right? Yeah. 799-1250. <sighs> okay. Uh, they've lost five of seven. So what, what's, the, what's the lead story for the Brewers heading into the final game before the All-Star break? I would, I would say on a positive side, their record on a positive side, they're in first place by a decent cushion, five games. It is on a positive side. Your pitching staff is amazing on a positive side. You have five representatives at the all-star game. Omar Narvaez added Freddie Peralta added as well. Those are all the positive things. Willie Adamas. That's a positive. Uh, Luis Urias is a positive. However, offense as a whole, mm-mm. Josh Hader, as of late, two of three saves. Doug Melvin taught me years ago. You don't worry about a closer blowing saves until he does it in bunches. And my retort was, well, you know, what's bunches? <laughs> Let's 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 get to that point. Is it two? Is it what is it? Hey, somewhere around the four. I mean, if he if he's going to blow four of uh, five or six opportunities, then then we have an issue. So that's that's not a huge issue there. Um, but that that is a problem. The other problem losing to this team head to head now uh, five of their last six games at American Family Field. It's not a good not a good uh, story here for writing storylines. Um, let's see what else, uh, they've lost five of seven. They have the most strikeouts in the national league. They are the worst batting average hitting team in the national league. So you have sort of a balanced of positives and negatives as lead stories here heading into the final game. Want to get your reaction? Seven, nine, nine, 12 We're going to hear from Craig council, find out, uh, his, uh, take on this 
really kind of crazy sideways 4-3 loss in game three of this four-game set to the Cincinnati Reds. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Boy, a lot of different angles tonight. We'll be right back. 12.50 a.m. The Fan and Odyssey Station. Welcome back. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Tim Allen, a 4-3, kind of a crazy game, crazy. A lot of things could have, maybe should have gone different. I want to get your reaction. 414-799-1250. Let's uh, get right back to you guys. This is, uh, yeah, this is John. John, you're next on the fan. What's happening? Tim, how you doing tonight? More important how you are, John. Oh, I'm doing good. I love you guys. Hey, has there been a game this year that stirred the Brewers fans and the team and all of us more than tonight, Tim? I'm sorry. Run that by me one more time. I said, is there has there been another game this year that stirred everybody's emotions like tonight's game? <laughs> what an emotional roller coaster. Uh, this this was, and I'd have to go back and, and, and go over a few notes, but I would say this is probably at the top of the list. You had some some late comebacks, but uh yeah, this one is is emotional in, in a different way, yes. And I you know it's funny, Brian, the caller a couple callers ago, that was my initial instinct. I'm sitting here watching it. I thought Navarro's was safe at the plate. I could be wrong, but my initial gut instinct, I'm like, oh, my God, look at it. Because it was a bam-bam play, and everybody just kind of, you know, walked mm-hmm. off. They called him out. But my instinct was I thought he was safe. I could be wrong. Well, maybe we'll go back and take a look at it during one of these uh, commercial breaks. But uh, what's the lead story heading into the All-Star break for this baseball team? Well, I'll tell you this. Tomorrow, I agree with you, Tim. We have to win tomorrow. We just have to man up. Um, I'm glad, you know, council shows some emotion to support the team. We need to come out, and we need to play. And another note, Tim, you and I love Tyrone Taylor. He should mm-hmm. be starting over Jackie Bradley. You're down 3-1 to one clutch situation. He hits a two-run bomb. I mean, really? The guy's a gamer. I'll hang up and listen. You guys do a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. You put J- JBJ back in the fourth or fifth outfielder role, and he might be the best in the game as the fourth or fifth outfielder. Think about that. We always say Manny Pena is the best backup catcher in the National League. Okay, you could say the same thing about JBJ. The quicker he gets back to that role, the better, because it is excruciating to watch some of his at-bats. You guys have been there. I don't say this because I dislike the dude. I don't even know the guy. All I know is, John, you're right. Tyrone Taylor needs to play over JBJ. There is no reason for that. I've been on to this two, three, four weeks. I'm sorry. He's been given enough leash. (laughs) This is mid-July here. You just, you just can't go with those types of numbers without any power. Oh, you're going to tell me it's defense. You're going to tell me it's defense, are you? What's the biggest problem with the Milwaukee Brewers as we speak? 
this very second in time. It is offense, and you need every single bit of offense you can muster up with this baseball team. And 220 is a hell of a lot better than 160. That's a big, big 60-point swing. I know we're splitting hairs at the lower level, and that sucks. But you got to grab some offense here. That's just one of the stories. And <laughs> rattling around in my brain. CJ, you're next at 799-1250. What's going on? Hey there, franchise. Uh, good to talk to you again. Thanks. I'm uh, joining the show a little late today, but uh, uh, my takeoff this uh, game today was, I mean, the umpires. It really oh. was. I mean, when you get Council, Yelich, and Votto ejected in the same game, I mean, that's that's unheard of. Those are like that's the nicest guys in baseball. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It's just, it just trips me out. So I'm, a, I'm expecting to hear that these uh, umpires will be in the World Series probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no one baseball these days. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, go Bucks and uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. is tugging on my last nerve. He really <laughs> I, is. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's the last nerve. All right, CJ, always a pleasure, man. Uh, 799-1250. Yeah, I, I don't want to pick on that. There's other problems. Keston, my guy, Keston Hira. Dude, it's a 3-1 count. And you're down in this game. Right now, it's not a good run for you. I mean, you've gotten a couple of doubles in the series. I get that. Now, you played a, a nice homestand, then you went on the road and went back into the into the soup. But you got to do a team at bat right there, buddy. You got to do. Where's the take sign right there? Give me a base runner. Yeah, a chance at one. I don't know. Just Rowdy Rowdy Telez doesn't get an at bat because you want Keston Hira in there, Craig. See again, it's not exclusive. My negativity here is is um, <laughs> it's well based. It really is. It's based on love. It really is. But you don't even know what you've got in Rowdy Telez. You you again. What's the information that tells you that Rowdy Telez wasn't the right call right there instead of Keston in the seventh? I, I don't I don't know where you're getting this. Ah, you're getting it from Ivy Leaguers? Is that where you're getting this? You're getting it from that computer algorithm? Just simply because it's a left-handed pitcher means you have to take Rowdy Telez out of the baseball game. It's that simple? Is that the way we do this? But yet Jackie Bradley gets to hit against lefties all year long. I only remember once that Jackie Bradley Jr. was pulled back for a right-handed hitter off a lefty. Now, I'm, I'm sure it's more than that. I only recall one. All right, 799-1250. Noah, you are next on the fan here. We're letting it all hang out. Umpiring horrendous tonight at American Family Field. Hey, Timmy, you're exactly right. I hate, but I really do hate to complain about the umpires, but we need to be scoring more than one run against a guy with a four and a half ERA. Like, we got to control, we can yep. control, and let them figure that out, which they were awful, but still, you know, we got to be scoring more than one run against a guy with a four and a half ERA. And another thing, too, is 
you like you said earlier, there were a lot of stats that you said were like the worst uh, batting average in the in the NL, and we lose the NL in strikeouts. Don't you think we should be going going for more established hitters? Like I I don't know, maybe like a Jesus Aguilar that's shown he can hit better, like more of an established guy. Because I mean, we have the pitching staff to take us deep in the playoffs. We need that hitting. And and I mean, how many more times are we going to go after those smaller trades? I mean, they might work out. Like Roddy Tellez might be a player. I could be really wrong, but I would like to see more established hitters. We still might sit at the deadline, but that's what I would like to see more than keep trotting out Roddy Tellez. Because it's like, what are you going to do when Vogelbach comes back? You're going to have two lefties playing first base and Hira. I don't. I don't know. I wish more established hitters would be the way to go. All right, and and I agree with you. All right, thanks, thanks for the call. It's a great point. I always keep. Um, I don't know. A lot of people give you a sneak peek uh, into the studio here. That over the years, and I've done this many, many times to prevent me from uh, biting my nails because I was a big nail biter years ago, and now I've got them all, you know, really, really good. I'm like forty year nail biter. Trust me. And, and so I would always have either a baseball just to fidget while I'm, while I'm on the air here. You guys know 16 years of doing this show. So I'd grab a baseball and just a regular official Major League Baseball and just kind of flop it around. And, and, or I would just have baseball cards in my hand. Just a pack of baseball cards and just, you know, just fidget. You fidget while you do this stuff. Um. But but you end up eluding to the back of that baseball card. And and we talk about on base percentage, which is which is the first kind of bridge I crossed when it came to analytics. Okay, you got me. Okay? You you got me. I, I do believe avoiding outs is a really, really good thing. So I, I do I do buy all that stuff. But one thing I've noticed with this team in particular, and maybe last year's 60-game team, with these batting averages, and again, a lot of people have their own um, theories as to, as to why that's occurring. But part of on-base percentage that I've been sold on, part of that is actually getting hits. <laughs> okay? You... It, it doesn't it go to say that your on-base percentage is higher if you get more hits? Even though you draw your walks, you hit your homers, but you get hits. Get hits. Boy, what this team would be with a guy like, well, I won't even name his name. I'll just give the numbers. Uh, hitting 330. Give me a 330 with uh, now 18 home runs and 57 RBIs. Hmm. Sounds like a Christian Yelich to me, doesn't it? 414-799-1250. But again, the offense is the lead story for me. Umpires in tonight's game, horrendous. They're going to have bad nights again. Did it cost them the victory? Toby, did it cost, did the umpires cost the Brewers to lose tonight to the Reds? They didn't help them, but no, they didn't cost them. No. Nope, they were not directly at fault. It did help. It contributed to this loss. All right, let's go to uh, Brett. Brett, you're next on the fan. What's going on? Hey, Kim, how you doing? Yeah, more important how you are, Brett. You know that. I'm great. So let me preface this by saying last time I called you, it was 4th of July. Matt Garza threw a complete game shutout, and I was so drunk <laughs> that I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> That's how mad awesome. I am about tonight's loss. Awesome. Um, 
<laughs> um, so first thing I want to say, like, I, I just cannot believe. So the Brewers have had now three different times this year where they've had some just crap going on at first base. Well, like you've had two interference calls and now you've had the Christian Yelich rounding first thing. Like, when has that ever happened? Have you seen a guy all year get called out on something like that no, at no. first base? Because I haven't. And no. it's happened three times now. Like, I, I just don't get it. It's frustrating. The play against the Marlins was just as egregious. Yeah, it's garbage. It's terrible. It's like I I've literally have not seen that on another play on another team all year. And, I, it, like, something like that, it's like you're going to throw one of your stars out. And they threw Votto out, too, and Votto checked, I thought. On national mm-hmm. TV, yep. on a Saturday yep. night on Fox Baseball, like I, I don't get it. It's like you're just you're, you're like literally marketing how bad your umpires are tonight. In my opinion, like it's it's almost Red. It's almost like they uh, they get bored, so they have to intentionally uh, uh, involve themselves in the game, doesn't it? It almost seems like yeah, they're bored. I mean, like anything. Any, anything out of the out of the ordinary. Time. Anything out of the ordinary, they need to get involved. No, don't look at it that way. Just make the right call. Just do and they, hey, there's a lot of pitches thrown. There's a lot of plays that happen. And the majority of time they're they're right. They are. But boy, I mean, you're you're paid to get that, that call those calls. You don't get extra credit for calling a strike a strike. That's that's you get credit for doing your job. You get no extra credit for that. It's crazy, Brett. Thanks for, thanks for the call. We'll get one more in here before we uh, come back. We're going to hear from Craig Council and and possibly uh, one or two others, but um, maybe Freddie Peralta as well. So, but if you want to chime in, we'll make room seven nine nine twelve fifty. Roger, you're next on the fan. What's up, Roger? Hey, uh, Tim. You know, I, I really wonder if they, uh, Major League Baseball can even afford to take on the whole issue of robocall or robo-ump. Um, I, um, I, I felt the pain and the frustration more with, uh, with the uh, non-strike by Peralta. I love mm-hmm. the... the uh, I just love the kid's expression when he was sitting on the bench um not sure can can is it in fact him do we know is it a baseball move um and i just want to say uh props to india for forcing the issue i i agree and i am i'm all for that all right thanks for the call roger um i i am for that just you never know you never know when you're gonna get that call but I believe I, I my understanding was always uh, when it comes to rounding uh, first, especially. I mean, th- th- that's what we're talking about. Um, it was always a move to second. That was my understanding. Now I don't I don't memorize the rule book. I that's you know I'm not that nerdy. But maybe we'll look it up and we'll find some sort of statute in there. But. And, and just see exactly what it says. It, it would provide a uh, better parameter uh, for the conversation. But, man, you see guys peel off to that side a little bit. There's, there's no intent. Like Toby said an hour ago or so, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to open that door right now, 
Well, then, uh, if, if, if you're in a situation like that, a first baseman, a second baseman, a pitcher that goes over to cover the bag, just tag him every time. Wouldn't you do that now that that, that door is open, Toby? Yeah, 100%. I've seen more egregious times of people that have made more of a move and then they weren't tagged. And because, well, let's be honest, because they weren't going to second base. Right. And neither they, was they Christian no tonight. Intent. Come, right. This is just so stupid. You cannot stop making yourself a part of the game. Stop looking for things that aren't there. Stop getting so nitpicky. I mean, this would be the same as if the NBA started calling every time someone took three steps now in the NBA Finals because now it's yeah. the time to start calling it. This is absurd in baseball. Let's stop making the umps a part of the game. Let's let the players, especially guys like Christian Yelich and Joey Votto, let those guys play. play. Yeah. Yeah, let them let them play and have let's let's play that highlight. I'll give you a second to grab that on uh, games, uh, a, a Fox game, a big Fox game tonight. As uh, you know, again, um, it's just a rare call like that. And, and we're going to hear from Christian Yelich after the break here. So stick around for that. And we'll see how California chill he is on this one, because he if you're a good lip lip reader, you go back and uh, take it, take a. Take a look at, at the highlight. You will clearly see what he had to say. We always want to know, well, what did he say out there? What? Well, we know what he said after this uh, highlight, or low light, as it were, from Fox 6. Castellanos, and here's a bunt down the third baseline, and it's a good one. The throw is going to be wide. Lynch will stop right where he's at. That's how you can see the man move, and he did! Wow! John Lipka, first base umpire, said he made a baseball move to second base, and now he's going to be ejected. That is crazy. I mean, it, 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 it is ridiculous to make that call right there. Nobody, not the biggest Reds fan this side of Denver, not any broadcaster, not any analyst, nobody would have said a word if the play stands with a bunt base hit. There's only Ooh. one person in the entire United States that thought Christian Yelich was out, and he was pl- exactly. humping first base. Yep, one one guy. Nobody would have even brought it up. It would have flown so far under the radar, it would have been the most insignificant conversation, baseball conversation you're ever going to have because it wouldn't have happened. That's the part of it. You know, I get pivotal moments in games. I understand that. But this one, Wow. All right, we're going to hear from Christian Yelich. You guys want to jump in here? By the way, the crowd, you guys were rocking. That was cool. That was cool to hear. We are slowly, in in terms of baseball, getting back to normal, and in life too, but in this case we're talking about baseball. We are getting so close, guys, uh, to to hear the passion like that. I'm with you 100%. I'm right there feeling, feeling the same thing. Every situation, every game, every pitch, every hit, and going crazy when Tyrone Taylor, that was just so vindicating of a home run to have Taylor do what he did tonight. It would have been such a bounce back, feel good, shut down the Reds momentum kind of victory, and I was going nuts. Surprised to have a voice here tonight. Sapella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Brewers fall 4-3. 
They need uh, a win tomorrow to earn a split. Yelly, you just heard the highlight there on Fox. Uh, We'll have him for you next. Stick around. 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Yeah, 4-3, the final eight. Tough, weird game at American Family Field tonight. Uh... 4-3 the final. They lose game three of this four-game set. One to go uh, into the All-Star break. And some questionable umpiring, and that may be an understatement uh, in tonight's ballgame. More of an issue to me with the home plate umpire than the uh, Christian Yelich rounding first call. I mean, I'm I'm not sure where that came from. But, uh, again, uh, we're going to hear from Christian Yelich. And, you know, maybe maybe it takes Christian, a guy like Christian, to uh, settle us all down a little bit. You know, maybe he'll take it with a grain of salt. I have not heard this piece. It's about, you know, maybe uh, two and a half minutes or so. But uh, sit back and and uh, we all know what he said on the field. I mean, those of you that didn't, well, let's see, are you expletive kidding me? Is that about sum it up, Toby? Is that what he said? Yeah, it was, are you kidding me, with an expletive in there, and then pointing directly in the umpire's face saying, no, no, no. Yep, see, <laughs> so let's see if he has uh, chilled a little bit, and uh, this would be a good listen. Check this out. Here's Christian Yelich. Can you just give us your version of what happened down at first base? Uh, I, th- I think we agreed to disagree about some things. Uh, I'm sure you all have seen it and can kind of – form your own conclusions and I don't know I don't really want to speak on it too much what's your understanding of the rule though itself as far as moving towards second oh I haven't looked up the definition in the rule book I don't know if you guys had I know I didn't turn my shoulders and it was pretty much just in my mind stopping my momentum I mean I there was no shoulder turn or in my mind to go. I think there's a lot of things going on there and obviously didn't really agree with what happened and it is what it is. It's been kind of a contentious series to all three games on both sides. A lot of, looks like a lot of players on both sides are not happy about the umpiring in the series. I mean, it's just, it's part of the game. You know, like I said, I don't want to really speak on it too much. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you guys have, you know, seen the frustrations from from both sides. And it's just a product of the series, I think, and just emotions running high. So it's what it is. That's kind of what I was going to ask. You know, does this feel like uh, one of those intense end-of-the-wire, end-of-the-season wire type, you know, playoff setup series between you guys? I know there's some space in the standings, but still they're right on your tails. Um. Uh, yes and no. I mean, there's such a long way to go. Like, 
you know, we win the next four games or we lose the next four games. It doesn't guarantee either side anything. Like there's there's still so much baseball to be played. And, um, you know, we got two and a half months left um, at least, I think. So there's a long way to go. Obviously, there's, you know, more to it because it's the first and second place team in the division and we're trying to widen a lead and they're trying to close it and all that. But at the end of the day, I mean, we've still got a long way to play no matter how, uh, how the next four go. How much of a momentum shift is it? Um, obviously Craig getting tossed in the top of the inning and then you get ejected in the bottom, um, kind of takes the wind a little bit out of the sails going into the later innings, right? Uh, not really. I knew Tyrone was going to hit a homer tonight, so I just kind of had to find a way to get him in the game. Um, that's part of the reason why I got tossed too. Yeah, there he is. Christian Yelich. Uh, you know, again, I, I love the answer, the intensity of this uh, series. Yes and no, because it is intense. I think they need it more than, than the Brewers do, but it is intense. And, you know, I've been uh, buckling up for this series for quite some weeks now. This is this is the one you point to and say if there's a chance for the, these guys to, you know, send a message, um, it would be now. And and they're sending the message. They are. And and so that's the yes part. The no part of that is uh, he's right in that there's, uh, you know, this was game number ninety one, of of a one sixty two. So you do have a lot of a lot of play there. And you've seen extended winning and losing streaks around the Central here. Cardinals, Cubs, even this this Brewer team wins 11. They they lose five straight. Uh, they've lost five of seven now. Uh, Cubs were hot for a while uh, some weeks ago. So you, you do have a lot of play here. But we're doing our best to look up this uh, this rule. And, and I, uh, I'm pretty sure it's intent. I think it's a, it's, it's a subjective thing, I think. Because if you just make it one step to the second base side of first, I think most of these runners are in jeopardy of getting tagged back of the bag. Yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm trying to find it on the official MLB rules so that we can have MLB-specific rules. But from everything I've read that was just general baseball, it said, with an intent of going to second base, which is obvious yeah. Christian did not have that intent. There was zero intent to move to second base. Uh, if, if that was his, his intent to, to go towards second base, he's a horrible base runner. I mean, that's, that's what, what you'd have to come uh, to determine. But, uh, yeah, tough one, a tough one. All right, Freddie Peralta gets jobbed on a couple of calls. And, and you know, when, when things like that happen – more times than not, it comes back to haunt you, and that's what Craig Council um, was feeling right there. I mean, you get the call on the on the called strike three, which should have been on on a few occasions, but namely prior to the Castellanos home run, that that inning probably plays out a little bit different. It just it just does, guys, and then there's no mistaking that. And then you know we're gonna bubble up as fans, and you guys were awesome. Uh, showing some emotion at, at American Family Field. And Freddie Peralta, you could tell that just changed him a little bit. It, it did, and it does, and it's natural. And we see this quite often. You don't get a call like that, and you can't take it back. You just got to regroup. And I guess uh, uh, for Freddie's age, this is a uh, learning moment for sure. Sometimes you're, you're not going to get those calls, and it's what you do after. 
you got to you, you got to uh, you know bring the intensity back up and lock back in and um now I'm not blaming Freddie for for any of this but you do mature and grow as a pitcher as you move forward let's hear from the Brewers all-star right-hander Freddie Peralta Freddie can, can you tell us what you thought of that 2-2 slider that you threw to Castellanos, whether you thought it was a strike or not? Uh, I think that it was a really good pitch, and uh, it hit the 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 bottom part part of the line like really really close. Like for me, it touched the line, but he was he was missing man the whole game. He was missing for both sides too. You, you guys thought have thought it's been like that all three games, right? I heard players talking about balls and strikes in those first two games too. You guys have not been pleased with these umpires. Uh, they they are doing a really bad job, man. And the first game, second game. In tonight too. Uh, they need to be better. They need to be better for both sides. Like I say, Is it, do you, do you think you were a little frustrated, Freddie, when you hung that slider the next pitch? Because I'm sure that it wasn't where you wanted to throw it. Uh I should make a better pitch. Yeah, but. You know, it's, it's part of the game. Uh, I didn't want to leave leave the pitch right in the middle, but uh, it's going to happen. It's, this is baseball. It's how we learn. Only two walks today. Did you feel like you had a little bit more control of the baseball uh, in the six innings before the home run? Yeah, I was feeling really good the whole game. And even even with the, in the two walks, uh, I think that I go, I make some good pitch, pitches too. Anything else for Freddie? Freddie, uh, just two tough losses here, right? I mean, four to three and two to nothing. I mean, they're playing you guys tough, aren't they? Yeah, uh, they have a really good team, man. The rest, uh, uh, they compete all the time, and everybody knows that. And we compete too out there. So we got a new game tomorrow and we have Woody on the mound and we have a really good chance tomorrow for winning the game and tie the series. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on the fan. Always another game tomorrow, and there is a big one tomorrow. I'll get the series split right there, and you, you, you end where you started, a six-game lead in the Central at the break. And you've got your guy. Come on, offense. Come on, baby. Tomorrow's a huge game. I'll be uh, emotionally invested as a Brewer fan tomorrow, that's for sure. Play the game with ABC Audio Video. You get a twofer tonight, uh, the first of which, uh, well, this one, uh, since we're talking about it, did have, uh, I, I thought it had a, 
a, a momentum, momentum killing impact. And this was the uh, Christian Yelich, uh, well, call, called out and then ultimately ejected. Castellanos, and here's a bunt down the third baseline, and it's a good one. The throw is going to be wide. Yelich will stop right where he's at. That's how you can see if he made a move, and he did. Wow. John Lipka, first base umpire, said he made a baseball move to second base, and now he's going to be ejected. Yeah, that is just crazy as heard on Fox. But, you know, on a happier note, uh, his replacement, Tyrone Taylor, steps up large in the eighth inning to tie the ball game. Drives it to the field. Ricker going back towards the track at the wall. Ball is This game is tied. Tyrone Taylor hits a two-run home run and ties it for the Milwaukee Brewers. That's uh, that's crazy, the emotional swings in this game. And if, those of you that think that this was uh, sort of this playoff atmosphere, I'm with you there, number one. But number two, when it is a playoff-type game, we always kind of hang on every pitch, every count, every A-B, every, every rally, every big pitch, every big scenario, big situation. It did feel, and, and, it, and it does feel like the, that to me despite the fact that it's game number 91 of uh, the 2021 championship season. So, wow, tough one tonight. Just emotional tonight. Craig Council ejected as well. And we're going to hear from Craig up next. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union. Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Still a game left in this series, but before we look at that matchup, and it's a good one for tomorrow's series finale, um, between the Brewers and the Reds here, a little more on the intense side, a little more intense than, than I actually thought that it would be. You know, heading in, I did eyeball this, uh, this series, you know, into and out of the break, that you know, it's, it's a, a little more pressure on, on Cincinnati, and you can slap them down quite a bit, but a, a split's not the worst thing in the world here, and they still have an opportunity for that. So we'll, we'll take a look at tomorrow's matchup of, just to finalize and button up uh, tonight's uh, 4-3 loss, let's, uh, let's get the scoop from the skipper ejected again, and uh, rightly so. Uh, it did not surprise me coming back from you know, commercial break, uh, obviously me not being at the game, coming back from commercial break, knowing that Craig Council had been ejected. I, personally, I would have been disappointed if he hadn't been ejected once he was coming off that hill to uh, – switch out uh, Peralta for Suter. But uh, here's Craig Council. This should be interesting. Craig, there, there seems to be a lot of unhappy players with the umpiring, in the, not just tonight, but in the whole series. Uh, what can you say about it from your perspective? Were you ejected for asking about that 2-2 pitch to Castellanos? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, that was the pitch. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> Yeah, it's it's been um, it, it. 
I feel like it's been a rough series, but um, for the umpires, um, so yeah, there's 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 a lot of guys upset. Both both teams. Did did that little slight shoulder flinch by Yelly um, constitute a move towards second? Yeah, I mean, you in I get in the um in the umpires judgment i there was something but it, it you know that's a that's just a clear case of an umpire kind of making something up or thinking he sees something that has no influence on the game um and then making a call um you know it, it, it's a similar call to what we saw earlier this year on our interference call it, it's it's this it's the same call to me there, there's nothing there and the umpire decides to make a call um, and get involved, and there's when there wasn't any reason to be involved. That inning played out too. I mean, that was pretty costly. I mean, definitely a run would have scored. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, you, you don't know how the inning's going to play out. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it was it was a poor call and. It cost us a base runner. All right, a home run um, to Casiano's from Peralta. What did you see out of Freddie in his five-plus um, innings, um, including the five no-hit innings? Yeah, I mean, Freddie was really good tonight. Um, you know, the, the you know, I mean, he was he was really good. I think. You know, I thought the Freeman, couple of Freeman at bats, kind of cost him some pitches, probably, um, and, and extended. Uh, you know, it's, it's just he it was he was brilliant through five innings, but the the Freeman at bat that extended the fifth and to, to Gutierrez, and that kind of changed who let off that inning was 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 a big spot. And then he, you know, he just just barely nicks um, India with the with the. Um, Curveball, and then that that kind of got the inning started. Um, I, he still made good pitches to Castellanos, made made the right pitches, made perfect pitches to Castellanos. Um, but uh, you know, Castellanos did a nice job. Greg, how happy were you to get the uh, the call about Omar there right after we talked? I guess. Yeah, and I'm thrilled for Omar. Um, He's had a tremendous first half of, of 2021 and uh, doing what he's doing as a catcher. And, you know, the same things I said before the game, hitting in the middle of our lineup, uh, producing like he has. He's, he's been a real offensive, consistent, consistent offensive player for us and, and putting up, you know, really it's impressive numbers for, for any position, really. So let alone catcher. So um, he's a deserving all-star and, and happy he got rewarded for a great first half. Is it also fair to say he's getting rewarded for the work that he's put in? I mean, overall, since he got here in his catching game and the work he did on improving after last season's offensive frustrations. Yeah, I mean, I think I think in the All Star game you get rewarded for your offense for position players, honestly. So I, I don't. I, I think he's he's his defensive work the last two years, uh, his improvements and his dedication to it. Um, you know, we certainly take note of it every day. Um, but, but this, this nod is to his, to a, to a tremendous offensive season. 
Craig, that uh, home run by Tyrone to tie the game kind of got the crowd back in the game and, you know, kind of looked like it shifted the momentum. And then uh, Suarez ambushed that fastball off Josh and just just flipped real quick, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we gave it down two and, um, in, in the eighth and, and, and not much going on. Um, we gave ourselves a shot. Tyrone put a great swing on the ball um, and got – Got Josh in the game, and unfortunately, Josh fell behind to fell behind Suarez, and we've done a good job with Suarez this year. Um, we've we've pitched him really well, I think. Um, unfortunately, we we left one in the heart of the plate there. And kind of back to back tough ones, hasn't it, Craig? I mean, just batter, you know, battle and pitchers duel both games. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, we. You know, bottom line, we haven't scored enough the last two nights. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're making our pitchers be perfect. Um, and, uh, you know, if we, we, you know, at one point I looked, the first three innings, we got leadoff men on. Um, but two of the last three innings, the last night we had leadoff men on. We, we just, we haven't been able to capitalize on some, getting some leadoff guys going and producing a good inning out of that, unfortunately. So, you know, we start the inning well with some pressure, and then a bunch of innings feel like they fizzled a little bit on us. Yep, Craig Council, you're right on the money right there on a number of things he just talked about there. It is the offense that's the lead story in this first half. And, and I know that, the you know, the pitchers need the credit, and, and it's amazing that we have this type of uh, rotation and back end of the bullpen. It really is. But the lead story to me, and not to focus on the negative, I, I want them all to do better. It is the offense. Then secondly, way to go, Craig Council. The umpire is making something up, end quote. And he's right. It's just like the interference call earlier this year. Stay out of it. If it has an impact on the play, fine. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Step in and make a call. But don't just make something up because you're bored. All right, uh, we'll take a look at tomorrow's matchup up next here. Yeah, a uh, pretty tough one. We got to turn the page. Just sleep on this one and come on back. Robin Yount bobblehead day tomorrow. Should be the biggest crowd of the year tomorrow. We'll take a look at the pitching matchups next. Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. one it's time for some forward thinking on the Pella windows and doors of wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary great lakes dragaway in union grove on the fan all right final couple of minutes to uh, wipe this one away and uh, there's been some difficult losses over the years here for the crew and this is one of them <laughs> this one goes in that category last night too is tough these two to nothing losses i tell you um, I'm going to do a little inventory for tomorrow's show uh, that is going to indicate some wasted pitching performances that do have mitigating factors in there. Um, now I'm not going to totally pick on the offense. The bullpen may have cost a little something. Um, but, you know, again, there's been some just brilliant starts by these guys that just the offense just putting up three or four runs. 
you have probably an additional three or four victories. It's just, just that simple. But that's baseball, too. To coin a Christian Yelich uh, phrase, uh, tomorrow, uh, first pitch, one ten, final game of this four-game set and the final game heading into the 2021 championship season all-star break. Brewers are going to finish up with a uh, pretty nice pitching matchup. Those of you uh, attending American Family Field's uh, final game here, uh, they uh, they will have a Robin Yount bobblehead, a 3,000-hit bobblehead with your name on it if you're the first 35,000 in. Now, considering tonight's 32,000-plus, I suspect you might want to get there a little bit early. 35, they had a little pop at it tomorrow. Uh, a big day of sports in Milwaukee tomorrow, obviously. This final game, Brewers and Reds, and then obviously game three, uh, Bucks and Suns, NBA Finals, and we'll have uh, all the coverage uh, after the game as, um, well, after both games, this show, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show with our friends at Great Lakes Dragway, as well as the Pick and Save Basketball postgame show. So a lot going on uh, within just a few miles of each other, Pfizer Forum and American Family Field. I bet you there's uh, quite a few fans going to attend both of those games. A little little history in the making at the Pfizer tomorrow. Uh, let's check the matchups for tomorrow. A good one, Toby. Yeah, 100%, Tim. We got Luis Castillo taking the hill for the Cincinnati Reds. Luis Castillo comes into this matchup with a 3-10 and record, a 4-8-1 ERA, and 90 strikeouts and 97 and a third innings pitch. Don't let that large ERA mm-hmm. fool you. He has been very good lately. Lately, he, yeah. He struggled to start the year, but been much better of late. And on the hill for your Milwaukee Brewers, your National League All-Star, Brandon Woodruff comes in with a 7-4 and record, a 2-1-0 ERA, and 125 strikeouts and 107 and a third innings pitched. I might add, uh, speaking of pitching, franchise record recorded tonight for Freddie Peralta, the most strikeouts prior to the All-Star break, uh, breaking uh, Ben Sheets at 133, and Freddie got that uh, with his performance tonight. So uh, records are made to be broken, and the Brewers seem to be doing that with this pitching staff, that's for sure. Come on offense. Come on through. Run away with one tomorrow, like a 9-2 victory. And just make it a peaceful, easy feeling on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> would be nice. All right. Um, good good for you guys uh, at American Family Field, showing some emotion there and getting into it. Looking forward to the pennant race continuing here. And we've got, again, the show after the game, after the last pitch, make the switch. And then Bucks coverage tomorrow after game three. Sparky back in front of this microphone talking Bucks basketball. That's a must-hear stuff, especially with a Bucks victory. Brewers and Bucks both win tomorrow. Sure, I'll call it two and zero in Milwaukee tomorrow. For uh, Toby uh, Altizer, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. I'll talk to you tomorrow after the last pitch as you make the switch again. And uh, once again, the final tonight, 4-3. Despite, uh, despite the outcome, guys, try to smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 